We are back with another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are giving you all the latest and greatest sports debates and updates. And we have a lot to get to today. A lot going on. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know what I mean? Blessed to see another day. We out here. Same here. Same here. I like to give a shout out, as always, to the essential workers. For sure. All those on the front lines fighting for social justice against racial inequality. Mm-hmm. And just everybody out there grinding and getting it, man. It's rough times out here, but, you know, got to keep going. Got to keep moving forward. So salute to y'all, man. And also to all the first responders fighting Corona, helping us get healthy, uh, all the professional medical professionals and things like that. We appreciate all you. We definitely appreciate all of you. And with that being said, we do have the MLB to get to because they are acting out of character. Yeah, for sure. I think most of the owners realize that we built protocols anticipating that we would have positive tests at some point during the season, that the protocols were built in order to allow us to continue to play through those positives. And I think there was support for the notion that um, we believe um, that the protocols are adequate to keep our players safe. Um, You sure? Yeah. (laughs) Is he sure about that? (laughs) Okay. I don't know if it's working. No. I I mean, again, it it comes back to what I was talking about on on the last pod about – uh, a lot of these commissioners, these owners, it's, it's a money thing. It's it's just about the revenue um, because if it wasn't a money issue, I don't believe that uh, we would be in sports right now. I, I feel like they would take the, the season off if it wasn't a money issue. Um, we're already expecting uh, next next season for all of major sports to take a, a salary cap dip. Uh, but this is, this is one of these things where, like, he's just talking just to talk right now. It's like you <laughs> – sure – Sure, Qu- sure. Qu- you know, quote unquote, sure. Uh, you know, may- maybe that was the intent, but we all know that this is a money thing. You want to play because you need the revenue. Yeah, man. I think this is a money grab as well. And for those of you who don't know, the Miami Marlins, as of today, now have 17 people within the organization with confirmed positive tests for coronavirus. And this is all spiraled down over the weekend. Only three games into the MLB season after the Marlins played the Phillies, three confirmed cases were confirmed Sunday morning and the Marlins proceeded to play the next game against the Phillies and nine cases came out Monday morning. And now Tuesday, we are at a total of 17 confirmed cases, 14 players, at least 14 players. Only for the only on the Marlins side right now. Yes, only on the so Marlins side right now. There has not been any confirmed cases uh, for the Phillies as of right now. But again, seventeen people on in one organization getting Corona is huge. Yeah, and the trickle down effect happened immediately. The Yankees postponed their mm-hmm. game against the Phillies because that's where the Marlins were playing yep. at over the weekend, and the Nationals canceled their game going to Miami. Yep. So again, it, when you're canceling games, and you're again. Baseball season this season, because of the corona, is scheduled to end on October 31st. We're already in a shortened season. Exactly. Only 60 games, and it looks like the Marlins will be missing. A lot. I'll say at least 
a week or so. Yeah, more to. than that. Because you got to think about 14 days of uh, quarantine. Quarantining, yeah. And that's everybody. That's 17 and people. It, yeah, the thing is, they're not only affecting their schedule, they're affecting other teams' schedules as well. And a lot of these guys have families. So if it's a trickle-down effect, you're bringing it home to your kids or your wife or what have you, like, it's a lot. Well, the thing was, I know Marlins players opted to stay in Philadelphia to get tested once those new cases came uh-huh. up. So I'm not sure if they're going back to their families as of now. Right. But I know that they stayed in Philly overnight to get those tests, and that's when the nine other cases popped up. Gotcha. And as of today, four more cases popped up. So I know the Yankees did not want to go play. Um, their game had been postponed mm-hmm. as well. Yep. MLB just started, and it might end soon. <laughs> Three games in. How do you think they should proceed with the Marlins? I think the NBA is safe because of the, the bubble environment. I feel like with the NBA – I mean, I'm sorry, with MLB – and with NFL, the commissioner, Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, already came out and said he's not going to do a bubble. They don't want to do a bubble. And, it, again, this is this is an issue because if you're not going to have a bubble, NFL training camp just started not too long ago. It actually, it started today. If we have MLB and we have NFL, both of you guys are very young in your, your season here. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do a bubble, but the side effects are – you know, multi-team spread of coronavirus. So you need to understand that there needs to be a plan, a clear plan in place to really protect these players and these uh, the uh, the other officials on the team. And the teams have hot spots. Like exactly. a, lo- a lot of these yeah. cases are spiking in the wrong areas where there are professional right. teams. Right. It's funny that you mentioned mentioned the bubble because the players' association for the MLB rejected the idea of a bubble exactly. in Arizona. Yeah. And now this is the effects. And it seems like from the commissioner's interview mm-hmm. for baseball, yep. it seems like they were prepared for this. And they knew that things like this would happen, but there was no set plan in place on how to proceed after this occurred. Right, right. I don't know if you can kind of just brush this off and, you know, overlook what's going on. Because if the Miami Marlins aren't playing, that's affecting other schedules. Granted, there are more than, you know, 17 players on the roster. They still have a lot of players, but... What's going to happen if more players get it? Exactly. And it's, it's just, you know, it, it just, this thing just keeps on spreading. So, like, when, what happens if one person gets it? You're on a plane. Y'all all breathing the same air. That spreads to another person. That spreads to another person. So, this is the, the issue here. And just put this in perspective. This is baseball. Yeah. This might be the most socially distant exactly. sport <laughs> that we have. Basketball, there's no social distancing. No. You're guarding each other in head to head in in their face. Right. Football, you're making physical contact exactly. yeah. every single play yeah. for 60 minutes. Baseball, at least you're spaced out in 17 cases, three days in. 17 cases is wild. That is wild. It's not a good for look. one team. It's not a good look. Do you think it's too late to do a bubble? I feel like I mean at this point in time, you already kind of started. You already had the schedule out. I feel like you you might have to move locations. Like you might have to say, "Hey, we're just taking Arizona, mm-hmm. and we're going to create a bubble environment out there. We're just going to put on everything on pause for like two or three weeks." I agree. And you know, you go and proceed like that. If they can do that, I think that will you know make everybody kind of safer. But you traveling to a different city for these different you know series of games, like it's no, it's not safe. It's not safe for 
uh, MLB and it's not safe for a lot of these individual people. Like they have families. Like this is the thing. Like it's people's health that we're dealing with. Well, that was the big thing that they didn't want to do a bubble because they didn't want to necessarily be away from families for that long, that long period of time. And, and backfire. It, yeah, and it's it's understandable, yeah. but you have to think about what comes with that. All the traveling, mm-hmm. all the you know hot spots that you're going to, yep. and you're bringing germs in and out, just exactly. all planes exactly. everywhere. Yeah. So. Yes, it's tough. And I feel like the MLB, even though they said they had a plan in place, I feel like what we've seen thus far, it'll be interesting. I think it'll be interesting because all the sports are watching all these sports, especially the NFL. Right. If this doesn't, you know, pan out for baseball, I have very little hope for football. And I know we've said this for the last month, probably. There's no way that college football can happen. Not, there's there's no way that college football zero can chance. This zero happened. Chance. This happened literally in three games. We're already July 28th, and there's not a single schedule being made for uh, for college football. The tra- the uh, the off season program was basically nothing. Uh, there's not even like a little training camp or anything for the NFL teams for are the, uh, college football players. Like, teams are quarantining, but. You know, that's about it. They're yeah. starting, you know, some of them are have quarantined their team. They're mm-hmm. starting to do little workouts here and there, but the season's right around the corner. Three weeks. Like, yeah, the, se- the season's, right, you know around, what I mean? the season's like, right around the corner. College football is scheduled to kick off in like three weeks. So and most of the schools have already canceled, canceled their fall all, program. Yeah, right. can- already canceled their fall program. So I think it would be odd in general just to play football when your students aren't even going on campus. Yeah. And the NCAA, that is a, again, it's a money issue. The NCAA is scared right now because they already had to cancel March Madness. Yep. Now. Huge, huge yeah. loss in revenue. And now you may be potentially canceling your second biggest your revenue second biggest, exactly yep it's a money thing tough but yeah i think um football especially will be watching how baseball handles this very closely yeah. because the nfl doesn't want to do a bubble Look, either here's the thing I, I need people to understand this the nfl does not care they had five months to prepare oh. they they had five months to prepare for coronavirus try to get their season together they literally just signed a protective order for their players like three days ago like <laughs> Training training camp starts today. Yeah, man. Like, what are they doing? They had five months. And I mean, <laughs> speaking of NFL, we got players opting out. A lot. We got players opting out. Patrick Chung, Dante Hightower, Dante Hightower, Goodwin. Like, it's a lot of players. Um, a lot of a lot of players on the Patriots as well. It's like six I or know, seven of those. <laughs> like, yo, my man Cam can't catch a break. <laughs> Dang. My bad. <laughs> There's so many people in the Patriots roster right now that are just opting out. And it's uh I don't blame them. Again, I'm all for the players being safe. They have families. It's about their health. Like you can't force these guys to go. And I'm glad the NFL is giving them the opportunity to mm-hmm. opt out without any, you know, consequence. Agreed. So this is I, I I do applaud the NFL for that, but this is this is an issue to where like the NFL Roger Goodell did come out and already said that like three or four days ago. They don't want a bubble. They do not want a bubble environment. And I think he's going about it very wrong because it, and it, it, here's the thing. Like they they made these strict rules for all NFL personnel, players and things like that. That's already came out. The NFLPA and the NFL agreed on the deal. Mm-hmm. So that is happening. Training camp starts today, July 28th. Yep. All all teams have already reported today. Uh, rookies came in earlier this week. They got a uh, test of Corona. Quarterbacks and injured players already got tested. 
Um, and now everybody else is now following suit. Mm-hmm. So now that is going on. Training camp is starting today. As training camp is evolving, it's going to be really interesting to see how players and organizations uh, kind of respond to this entire uh, corona pandemic, right? Because they haven't, this is the first time they've been around each other since Corona hit. So if, if it's one of these things to where they, they, you get major stars getting Corona, like how, how is that? That's what I'm afraid of. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how the NFL is going to adjust there. And I mean, again, I don't want anyone to catch the virus, obviously, but the big time names, exactly. Those are what drive the sports. Those are what drive the views. Those are what, you know, make the competition. And those are the players that we cheer for in particular. There's a lot that goes on. And I want to say that logistics are a big thing because obviously the NFL has a lot more people than the NBA and rosters are, you know, quadruple the size. They're actually at 80 this year. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like Mm -hmm. basically quadruple the size. So I get the bubble thing. I get that. I feel like you would need more than one bubble right. to do the NFL, but owners have the money. Do they? <laughs> the money wouldn't be an issue. It's just the owners don't want to spend that money. Exactly. And they don't want to open those books. Yeah. They don't want to open yeah. those books. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. It's tough. But like you said, training camp did, you know, start today. So you got any training camp storylines that you most looking forward to? Uh, I mean, it- <laughs> It's one of those things where, you know, the quarterback battle, obviously, in Chicago, mm-hmm. Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick, Mitch, uh, Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Definitely, That's really definitely interesting. looking forward to that. You got the situation with the Jamal Adams. I'm sure we're going to get to that very soon. Um, we can get to that now, man. Yeah. <laughs> Seahawks <laughs> up Waste here. no time. Yeah. Nah, man. Yo. <laughs> nah, we can get to that now, man. Jamal Adams is out here coming for next. Yeah, he- um, Motivated. He he's been forcing his way out of New York for a little bit here. He has. Um, he's been, he's been pushing for a while now. Yeah, and you know his 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 first choice was obviously the Cowboys. That was always. I mean, he's from Texas, so I I'm glad he didn't it. go there. Me too. Like <laughs> me too. <laughs> I would hate to see him twice a year. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't go uh, there. No, it's it's one of these things where if you're the Jets, this was a clear W for you, Joe Douglas. I applaud this man. Two he's, first rounders, correct? Two first rounders yep. and a player. Mm-hmm. This is a great trade for the Jets. Really great trade for the Jets. If you are the Seahawks and you are John Schneider, which is the general manager over there, you are Pete Carroll, the head coach over there, this is really interesting because just a couple years ago, you were in a rebuilding phase as an organization. You got rid of a lot of your older star players. Legion of Boom. And you cleared a lot of money off the books and you said, hey, we're going to do a rebuild. That same offseason, you then traded for Jadavian Clowney. Jadavian Clowney is now a free agent. Now you gave up two first round picks for Jamal Adams, which he's a, he's just a playmaker. If, there, if there's anything you can label Jamal, he is a safety. That is his his position, but he is a playmaker. He's a headhunter. He's a ball hawk. He's a he does it Swiss all. Army knife on he defense. Can, he can cover the tight ends. He can play deep. He can like center field. Like he linebacker. He can do it. Linebacker. <laughs> like he he can blitz off the edge. Like he's. Yeah. The premier safety. Mm-hmm. If you have the the ability to get a playmaker such as a Jamal Adams uh, on your football team, it sparks the entire organization up. If you're looking at the the, uh, the Seahawks right now, their secondary as it stands, you have a Shaquille Griffin on one side. You have Jamal Adams. You have Quandre Diggs, who they traded for at the deadline last year from Detroit. Mm-hmm. And then you signed Quentin Dunbar in free agency. So you have a nice little nucleus in your secondary right now. This it's it's a really I think it's a smart move. You signed Bruce Irvin, 
was going to be a, a nice little pass rusher back to you. Uh, yeah. He was on their organization already. Yeah. They drafted right. him. Um, so you have Puna Ford there at, at tackle, Jerron Reed there. Like you have a nice little nucleus on your defense right now that, you know, it's, it's a talented defense. And honestly, they needed their defense last year because <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, yeah. str- they struggled and especially in their secondary, they struggled a little bit. I th- so yeah, I think that Jamal Adams will be a huge addition to that secondary for back sure. there. And I definitely think that it's going to take the pressure off Russell. Wilson on offense, who is always they're already stacked. They're yeah, already stacked on offense, though. literally. And yeah. I mean, he always puts the cape on and seems to bring them out of the he craziest situations. So he saves them so much. Yeah, man. And I think that this will be a big load off of his shoulders. And I feel that they'll be able to open up a little bit more, especially with that, you know, revamped offense. They're gonna look good, man. I feel like they are NFC favorites up there. I, I they're, feel- they're, they're top three to me now. They're top three. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far just yet. I but will. <laughs> they bucket offensive line question mark. So that that's my that's my thing. If you can't win in the trenches, you're not going to win. So I mean, I, I'm looking at I'm looking at the roster. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Like I said, I just went through the defense four three base, and they have playmakers over the field. Bobby Wagner there, KJ Wright still there. Like they have pieces on that defense that are ready to go. Veterans that are ready to go right yeah, now. Yeah, nah, and they they have winning experience right. and they have the winning DNA. So that's why I'm not as much worried about you know the defense anymore because I know Jamal Adams is going to take care of his. I, I agree. And if you look at the offense, I mean, you already, you already mentioned Russ. You have Chris Carson at a running back. Tyler Lockett, who I like a lot, especially in my fantasy. Uh, you know what I mean? Fantasy football over here. Uh, DK Metcalf is there. And then you sign Philip Dorsett in the offseason. Then you have Greg Olson at tight end. Like, they have little pieces here to really kind of move the chains. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, the, the question mark about the Seattle Seahawks have always been offensive line and can you stop the run? So we're going to see if they can do one of those things, because last year they struggled last year, especially in the secondary. They struggled a little bit. And then, uh, you know, offensively, that offensive line, who's just has always been a question mark. You have Dwayne Brown there. You still have Mikey Potty like, but you still need to shore up that offensive line because Russell Wilson can't keep on running for his life every game. That is, that's just, you know, he, he, and he does it. He's been doing that's, it. That's what he I was just throws say. it up. Tyler Lockett just finds his way to be open. I'm like, yo, what is going on? I was going to say, I say that he can't do this every year. And he does, and he it, does every it every year. year. So it's like, this year I'm going to say he does it. And okay. I hope he does it. And I hope he continues to do it. Because I really think that with that addition, yeah. that's going to free up the defense a lot more just to, you know, do a lot Play more a one-on-one yep. yeah, a lot more one-on-one coverage. Not to worry so much about, you know, who, what's behind mm-hmm. you and things like getting beat deep. Yep. Jamal Adams is really like that. Yes, like, he, he is. He's really like that. Certified. Like, <laughs> he's he can cover any player on the field, yep. and he can put fear in your heart because, no, he's, because he can hit. He, he's he's definitely a, a certified playmaker. And he, he again, his positional breakdown, he, he is labeled a safety, but he then he does then drop in the box he plays he covers mm-hmm. tight ends yeah like he, he can blitz off the edge like he's really talented and he's one of the the premier safeties in the yeah. league right now yeah now i really like that addition and i really think that that's gonna put them up there yeah but as far as for me for you know training camp i'm interested to see that bears competition i want to see what mitch is yeah. gonna do i want to see if nick Foles is gonna be the starter which i assume that he would be i think nick Foles is gonna win that job yeah, they said they didn't bring him in there, you know, to necessarily be the starter off rip. But and then like, over the last month, they then they're like, oh, it's a it's a wide open competition. Yeah, yeah they knew, they knew. <laughs> yeah, they knew. You don't you, you don't, don't got do a lot that. of me. Yeah. You don't got a you don't got a you, you don't, don't take on that contract. You don't take yeah, on that contract, and and then you know what I mean. And then you also declined Trubisky's 
fifth year option. Yep. So that tells me a lot about right there. And finally, of course, now more than ever, I, I got to see Cam. I got to. I feel like the chips are continually, continuously being stacked against Cam. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Have, I mean, if he wasn't on Instagram every week, I'm <laughs> making hype right, videos. All right. Like, all right. <laughs> I'm going to make a hype video. <laughs> all right. All right, watch. And I love Cam Newton. I really do. I, I no, love Cam Newton, but he he has a chill on these hot but these it, No, but it, in all seriousness, I mean, the addition of one of his tackles, opting out, that, yeah. that's huge. Yeah, and right I, tackle. I also, yeah. yeah, I also think that Chung sitting out, going to be huge. Dante Hightower. I mean, if we're, if we're being honest, the, the the strength of the Patriots this year were their defense. Literally. <laughs> it was their defense, yeah, and they, now they, they've they, lost a lot of pieces. Yeah, they're, they're losing pieces, and I feel like this is only just the beginning. Not for the Patriots, per se, but yeah. just for the NFL in general. For sure, yeah. I think there will be a, a small trickle-down of players opting out mm-hmm. because of the pandemic, and especially if the NFL doesn't come out with clear-cut guidelines on how to handle this yeah. or how we can you know, control this mm-hmm. quickly mm-hmm. because the MLB came out with these guidelines and it blew up in their face in yeah. my in my book. Yeah, it backfired. Clearly. Yeah, it, it blew up in their face in my book. So I think this situation for the MLB will be really big on the impact of the NFL and who plays. But yeah, man, the NBA is the only one that got it right so far. NBA, MLS, excuse me, and also hockey. Hockey got it right as mm-hmm. well. They have zero confirmed cases yeah. over a week span. It's better to be cautious than not cautious. And right now we're seeing that MLB and NFL, they, they do not care. <laughs> like they The NFL not. still has time. They do. Quickly. And, uh, you know, they can't, again, they canceled all the preseason, all preseason. games. Mm-hmm. There's no preseason games this year. But at the same time, you start training camp today and you, you really don't have a clear cut guideline on how you're going to proceed with training camp. And there's going to be a point in time where these players are going to put on pads and they are going to hit and they're going to be in each other's faces. Like that is training camp. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, yeah. yeah, I don't know what the guidelines is. You know what I mean? They just need to figure this out. Yeah. If we see a spike before the season even starts, exactly. just because of training camp and practice, it's going to get pushed back. Yeah. I can see that. I can see the NFL being well, pushed back. Well, the NFL schedule makers already arranged that. So there's a, there's a good group of, teams that already have early super early bye weeks mm-hmm. and if they need to cancel they're just going to push it back so okay. that's what that's what the plan is in okay. place for yeah yeah that's now nah, that's smart i mean mm-hmm. just do a bubble man exactly just i do don't a, just, i don't know just, why it's so hard just, just do a couple bubbles yeah. just do a couple bubbles i mean look at the nba they have zero positive tests inside the bubble exactly as of recent zero and speaking of nba season starts thursday what are you most looking forward to with the restart i really just want the safety of the players to be evident. Like I, I want the NBA to really be adamant on player safety. If they can do that, we're gonna enjoy. We're gonna enjoy this season. Like it's gonna be a fun little tournament, like AAU mm-hmm. type style. Yep. Um, but if if we're seeing carelessness amongst you know mm-hmm. player safety, it's not gonna be good. Like I mean, I feel like this is. I mean, it's gonna be fun, right? But you have a lot of the. You know, young stars. You have designs and John Morant's and you know all those dames down there. Like Yo, you have, John ja, ja looks good, by the way. Great, he, <laughs> he looks put, great. Put some, put some muscle on he him looks too. Great, but <laughs> no, it's uh, we're gonna see. Like, are these guys? Did you know if you were out here eating pizza, like and, and drinking wine on the couch, brother? I mean, you you better get your legs underneath it because getting uh, chicken wings yeah. from Magic City per se. <laughs> uh, per se, <laughs> I see what you did there. I I see what you did there. Come on, Lou. <laughs> My guy Lou Come will on, Lou. Magic City Lou. Like, <laughs> nah, man. In all seriousness, is that a big deal? No, 
I mean, I think I think it's been blown way out of proportion. Yeah, it has. I mean, he again, he left the bubble for a serious reason. Mm-hmm. Family, uh, family, family, family matter. Yeah, fam, family matter. Somebody passed away in his family, so he wanted to go. You know, obviously, to you know, be with be family. family. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and then you know, yeah, my guy then went to Magic City and got some food and you know enjoyed himself. And then you know, Jack Harlow wanted to take a picture and post it on social media, and mm-hmm. it, you know. That's how it goes. So now my guy Lou has to quarantine for 10 days and uh, is going to miss the first two real games of the Clippers uh, bubble tournament games, you know. So it is what it is. But again, Lou Williams is a walking bucket. So I'm not tr- I'm not concerned at all. It's it's not a big deal because Lou Williams eats there all the time. Yeah, exactly. This, this is well. He docu- goes there all the time. <laughs> this is well documented <laughs> yeah. that he eats there all the time. Yep. And strip clubs have fire wings. Yep. Yeah, I think that's being blown out of proportion. I think it was just funny because, you know, he went on an excuse, excuse leave from the NBA right, for right, Family Matter. And right. then it was like, what are you doing at the strip club? Yeah. <laughs> when, once, In the pandemic. Once Jack Harlow posted that picture, I knew it was over. I was like, oh, Lou. Yeah. Nah, it's a, <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's a big deal, though. I think the Clippers will be fine. They're, they're already five games back from the Lakers anyway. So I don't think even with him that they were catching. Honestly, I just I think it's funny more than anything. I yeah, mean, no, I think yeah, it's de- to me it's definitely it's, yeah. it's jokes. It's it's, 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 it's all funny jokes. than any. I don't think it's serious. He didn't do anything wrong. It's just you he, know he got tested while he was he in got, Atlanta. Yeah, he, he got tested. He wanted some food, bro. you know, great food. Yeah, eat, uh, <laughs> eat up, man. Yo, shout out to Magic City. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> shout, shout, shout out to Magic City and the chicken wings, man. Man, <laughs> eat up, dog. <laughs> Shout out to Magic City. Nah, man. I mean, you are sick. Like what, man? They got good chicken wings. What you want me to do? <laughs> what you want me to do, man? Nah, man. Who's your sleeper pick? Um, I'm going with uh, John Morant and the Grizzlies. Currently in the AFC. Think they hold it? Yep. All right. Kyrie, I don't know if you've seen what he did, but yep. donating $1.5 million. To women's basketball. Yep. Love it. Love it, man. Love, love it. it. Especially since that, you know, some of them weren't granted their salaries exactly. if they opted out. I but love what Kyrie did. The, love yeah, the what WNBA, Kyrie did. by the way, they 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 need to work on their their relationship with their players. Because that's, yeah, that's I not agree. good. Yeah. And speaking of the w, WNBA, the WNBA kicked off this past sure weekend. Did. Yeah. And they're booming. Nah, they they, they were booming. I, I was in a couple I, games, yeah. I, I love the NBA support. Yeah. I definitely love that. I love the orange hoodies. Mm-hmm. I love that they added an additional, I think it was 13 games to their schedule, mm-hmm. their uh, national TV schedule, yep. which is great. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, basketball all around, man. I seen, I Sa- seen Sabrina. Yeah, uh, Sabrina Ionescu. Yeah. She, like, the rookie. She looks good. She did all right. She, she did all right, man. Her she debut, she had, she had 12.6 rebounds, four assists in a se- season hooping. opener. She was yeah. hooping. She did her thing, man. Did her thing. So She's going to be a problem. I'm telling you. She's going to be a problem. Just need to get her feet under yeah. her. She's going to be a problem. Just need to get her feet under her. Yeah. But I de- yeah, I definitely like what the NBA has been doing. I definitely like that the bubble is working. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen, but they're so detailed and thorough every morning. They have to scan those wristbands. Yeah. And if you get too close, checked. your wristbands yeah. go off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all that. That's how you. That's how you. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's how you're supposed to move. Exactly. That, that's how you're supposed to move. And I'm not sure why it's so hard for the other sports to just follow suit. Right. But you know, we've seen the MLS zero positive tests. Yep. We've seen the NHL zero positive tests. You know, they get ready for their return. Mm. You've got to just put player safety in mind. Really put player safety in exactly. mind. Exactly. Like, don't don't just say it. Actually implement things to make them feel safe. 
Yeah, like, and that's what the NBA did for for the NFL being the most contact sport of all of these. They have they, I don't see no wristbands on none of these players. Like, what is the protocol? Like, I'm really waiting on Roger Goodell to come out and really to go through this thoroughly. I know they they signed an agreement with the NFLPA and things like that, but I need to see them actually wanting to keep players safe. Like. Why, why did why did the players need to come out and have that whole hashtag we want to play and do the whole thing on Twitter? Did you not care about the safety of your players? Like, what is going on? I definitely like how the NFL players have been moving. Man, this whole they, this whole offseason they've this whole, been yeah, on it. This whole offseason they've been bodying it. Yeah, they they've been moving together in unison. And it seems like they have like their own group chat mm-hmm. going on. Yeah, because yep. all these rollouts with the we want to play yep. and all that. And the like, Black Lives Matter, yeah, Black one. Lives Matter, the video yep. that they came out with. Love it. They've been on it. it. Yeah, yeah. The play the players have been on it. Speaking of NFL and NFL beef. Oh Lord. <laughs> Keenan Allen. <laughs> Tired of being humble. I feel you, Keenan. <laughs> Let them know. I'm sick of it too. This is all over Madden ratings. This is crazy. <laughs> this is really crazy. This is really crazy. <laughs> Yo, Madden be getting people worked <laughs> up. <laughs> Madden be there are so many players up. mad about Madden ratings this year. In all seriousness, though, I do think Keenan Allen is one of the most underrated receivers for sure. Every year, one of the most polished receivers in the league for sure. Very, I mean, very tactical route running. I mean, yeah. this dude is—he's really elite footwork. Like he's like that. Like Keenan Allen is like that. I mean, he's him and Mike Evans. You know, he. Do you he, think he has a beef against Mike? Do you think? Do you think that he has a point against Mike Evans? So I think that Keenan is is a more polished receiver than Mike Evans. But if you look at Mike Evans' stats, my God, my my God, this, nah, man. since 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 coming in the league, this brother has not had a year where he didn't have at least a thousand yards. And his his worst year, his worst year was 2015, where he had 1,206 yards and three touchdowns. It's crazy because I was looking at their stats and I was like, Keenan Allen had more yards last year. He had 1,199 to Mike Evans, 1,157. But then in 2018, Evans had 1,500. He had 1,524 to Keenan Allen's 1,196. I was like, whoo. Nah, Mike. And on less catches. He had 86 catches. Keenan Allen had 97. Mike, look, if you look at Mike from 2014 till now, that's his entire NFL career thus far, has not had a season where he didn't have at least 1,000 yards. You know how crazy that is? <laughs> Since four, 2014 to 2019, <laughs> you have 1,000 yards every year. More- I mean, but look at his quarterback. All right. <laughs> All right. Hey man, I'm getting that shame. I'm getting that. I'm getting that Jameis plug in, man. You can keep doing that. I'm getting uh, that Jameis plug. 20, in. 2014 and 2016, he had he had over a thousand yards and twelve touchdowns. Nah, I, no. <laughs> twelve touchdowns and over a thousand yards is nuts. It's hard for me when you keep reading off these stats to make my point for Keenan Allen, but I do think Keenan no, Allen he's to a, me is again, the better. Again, I agree. Receiver. He's the he's the better receiver. He's the better polished receiver as well. But Mike Evans gets his. Get in, at what? the end of the day in his bag and he gets his and some it's he, crazy he gets his and some Mike Evans is, and I think yeah. this year with Tom Brady he's gonna go ballistic so I think his numbers are gonna drop off well Tom Brady doesn't throw the ball as far but I think he distributes the ball more exactly which is why I think Chris Godwin is gonna get in his bag more because I just feel like with Tom at quarterback, he's not going to sling it nearly as much as Jameis launched it down the field and hope like Mike Evans will catch the ball. That's what I'm saying. Like, Mike Evans caught a lot of deep balls yeah, from Jameis. Yeah. Like he's a, he's he's a 
big play guy. He's six five. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a, big. He's a, he's a big play guy. Yeah. But Keenan's no slouch either. I mean, Keen, yeah, Keenan's not small by any six means. Two, so yeah. yeah, he definitely gets the deep ball. But the quarterback situation there is. Yeah, I mean, what what may hold him back? Yeah, you're either gonna have Justin Herbert or Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. I mean, none of those put together are better than Tom Brady. No. So it's gonna be it's gonna. I think I think Mike is gonna have a down season. This might be his first year where he does not have a thousand yards because I don't think Tom Brady is gonna give him as many targets. You think Keenan Allen's gonna get a thousand yards? Uh, no. <laughs> Not with those quarterbacks. So they're both gonna have down years. Yes. Is what you're telling me. Neither one of them. I don't. I don't back think, to square one, Mike. I tried, man. <laughs> I don't think either one of them are gonna hit a thousand yards this year. Okay, I can take that. Yeah. Obviously, we both agree that the Bucks are gonna have the better team for sure, without question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Without question. Although that Chargers defense is crazy. Dirt went back. Dirt went back. Not only that, Kenneth Murray, like in the middle, like they have a squad. They have Chris Harris, like nah, they, they have a squad on that defense. Goons back there is yeah. what I like to call them. Yeah. That, that's the goon squad back there. Their defense is going to be crazy. Yeah, man. I mean, Madden. <laughs> I think they just said a little with a game of Madden. Why not? I mean, yeah. When y'all, when y'all arguing over Madden ratings, I mean, who cares? You, you saw what Mike Evans said. He's like, nobody cares, but you're not on my level. Like, <laughs> Nah, I don't like that. I don't like that subtle shade. I mean, it's not a big deal, but I mean, it's real. Like, don't do that. Don't 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 do that. That's funny. How you feel about Le'Veon, man? Calling uh, calling out Jamal Adams. I mean, apparently Jamal was like a big person, like a big influence. piece. Yeah, he was like he's like, nah, I, come I, here, come I, here. I, we're gonna win, we're gonna win. And I understand he, it. He wanted out. Like the funniest. I mean, I understand it, but yeah. I also think that. You know how Le'Veon handled his previous contract situation. Exactly. I feel like you know, but Le'Veon got paid. Like he did, but I feel yeah. like you know he has to understand. It's a Jamal, business. Yeah, yeah, Jamal Adams situation. It's a business. I right. mean, you you went through this. So yeah, Jamal Jamal's issue with the Jets was that he wanted an extension. Right, he has two years left on his contract, and he wanted to get extended right now. And the Jets and Joe Douglas are like. No, we don't got to. Like, we can still wait a year and then sign you next offseason. So it's one of those things. He won a contract extension, and then he just doesn't like Adam Gates like everybody else that, you know, gets coached by Adam Gates. Seems, like, seems like a, that seems like, you know, a common thing. Yeah. It's you know, like Miami happened. Yeah. The Jets, he gets the Jets, and people don't like him there, too. It's like, all right, it, there's clearly an Adam Gates problem. So Yeah. All right, man. Just some quick hits before we get out of here. Uh, the words, it takes all of us and in racism will be stenciled on the end zones for opening weekend in the NFL. Good. I think I think that's dope. That is that's a big thing. Yeah, I think that's dope. Um not sure if you've seen but also some of the WNBA players walked off the court during the yep. national I anthem. I saw that. Yep. Saw that. Loved it. Yep. Loved it. Yeah. Love all the players speaking out. Mm-hmm. Still love the players taking a knee. Yep. Big statements are being made in sports, so get with it or don't watch. For sure. You saw Dr. Dre and uh, Kaepernick taking a knee yeah. on, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, like get get with it, get with it or get lost. It's all about equality, treating people fair. It is. It is. And, awesome. and and they would they wouldn't have we wouldn't have to do this if we were just treated equally. Exactly. Exactly. So get with it. And finally, before we get out of here, man, Mike Tyson. Mike. You are 54 I am years Mike. Fifty four years old. Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., September twelfth. They are going to battle it out in the ring. Old men gonna be battling out in the ring. Mike Tyson haven't fought what, twenty years? It's been a long time. It's been, 15, I want to say, 15, I want to say 15. 15 years? Yeah. It's so been a long time. It's going to be interesting. I just hope, look, Lord, please don't let me see Roy Joe Jr. <laughs> knocked out again. 
I don't know if anyone's noticed, but just look at Mike Tyson's training videos that he's been dropping lately. He gonna knock your head off. He is. <laughs> what? He gonna knock your head My off. My style is impetuous. <laughs> My decisions impregnable. I'm ferocious. I want his heart. <laughs> no, when he when he says he's gonna eat his kids, I, I was like, All right. I was like, yo, I was like, whoa, 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 hey man, <laughs> whoa, I miss Iron Mike, man. Yeah, Mike Tyson, funny. Mike Tyson right now still looks like he will put fear and knock your head off your shoulders. Here's the thing, like if you've seen him, you would be so scared of him until he talked to you. And the thing is, this fight is supposed to be an exhibition fight. Yeah, eight um, rounds. Yeah, eight eight rounds yeah. exhibition. So I don't think it's supposed to be an intense fight. Mm-hmm. But the way Mike is training, <laughs> he might he, he might, might get Roy Jones out of there. He quick. might he might hit Roy so hard that I feel it. <laughs> Mike is scary, man. Mike is scary. All all the interviews that I've been looking at, all old interviews, it's like yo, who in their right mind would really get in the ring with him? Look, Mike, Mike look like he ready. Mike been ready. Yeah, I was laughing at his interview today. He's like, they asked him, Mike, why would you ever do this? He's like, Look, all I'm gonna tell you is I'm ready. I was like, all right, all right, all right let me. <laughs> I all just right. wanna show you, I'm 54. I can still do it. I'm good at it. Clearly, I, I we believe understand. You. I believe you. I promise. No beef. No, look, no beef. Yeah, Mike is funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, but that's gonna be good. Also, Nate Robinson is fighting on the undercard that day. Why I don't know. Wait, hold on. I didn't. I didn't know about this. Yes, Nate Robinson. Who his opponent is, I'm unsure of. <laughs> hold on. But yes, Nate Robinson. You heard. You heard it correctly. <laughs> Computer out of yeah. control right now. I don't know. <laughs> and with that being said, guys, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna end it on that note. <laughs> now nah, we would like to thank y'all out here for listening. Um, yeah. As always, shout out to the first responders, all the essential workers. For sure. Want want y'all to remain safe. Mm-hmm. Um, the pandemic is still happening; is very very real. Please continue to social distance. Please wear your mask. It's really not that big of a deal. Like wear your mask. It's it's okay. Yeah, you'll, well, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, wear your mask. Wash your hands. Just be safe out here. Again, guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud. Like, share, review. Give us a five star rating. Subscribe. All those things. Share us. Let's get it. And with that being said, guys, I'm out of here. Deuces. I'm out. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marks with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Cracked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me. We got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes. No. Addy. Addy.